it's easy to sin. Like sin is something that's like we're gonna do without thinking about it. Like you just sin, just sin. Like you don't even think about it twice. Yeah. But when you live in the spirit, now you be like, all right, hold on. This pros and cons. This is not gonna go the way God want me to go right now. I need to go over here where God's been calling me. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the More Purpose Podcast, where we talk everything from faith to finances. I'm your host, Clarence. And your co-host, Marlon. And we are back with another episode. It's been a minute. We yes, missed sir. y'all. And has, this has been a fan favorite episode that y'all been asking for. And I hope y'all ready because we bring them back part two. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Y'all been like blowing our phone up and saying, we need another episode, another episode, another episode. We got y'all, brother. We got y'all. Y'all better run this episode up. Run it up. Run it up. <laughs> Matter of fact, before you even go further in this episode, like, comment, subscribe right now. You know what I'm saying? Share it to a friend. But without further ado, you know what I'm saying? We have to introduce the fam. Yes, sir. Got Lauren over here on my left. Go ahead, introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lauren. Hi, it's Capri. Hey, y'all. It's Amaya. And I just wanted to put this disclaimer right there. I seen y'all comments and concerns. And I just wanted to let y'all know this is a birthmark. This is not a bruise. But I just thank y'all for the love and support anyway. Yes, sir. Now, I mean, because we're not going to let her come up here looking crazy, man. Yeah, fat. Nope. So leave her alone. It's just a birthmark. <laughs> you feel me? We don't want to jump in them comments. Nope. Listen, no cap. You have an uh, announcement real quick? Sure do. So before we get into it, I just want to give a quick shout out to my boy Terrence, sending us these hoodies from his yeah. Christian-based clothing brand yeah. called Love. Seekers Club. The description will be in the bio. Make sure y'all hit him up and go cop that. Yes, sir. And if you want to know where Seekers came from, on the tag it's saying Matthew 6. Matthew 6. Because you have to seek the kingdom and then right. everything else. Mm. Nah, facts. Much love, family. Yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good to be back. Welcome back. Shake your hands. Welcome back, Marlon. Yeah, I wasn't up here the last time like these three powerful ladies were up here. So just to be in the presence, you know, I just, it's crazy. It's actually crazy because like, you really weren't up here. Like, I won't. Yeah, I was in the room. He was watching. They was going crazy. They was going crazy. So imagine how this episode going to go. All right, Marlon. <laughs> Bible historian? No. Oh. <laughs> hey, Ron, good. Cut that part. <laughs> but <laughs> I wanted to tap into this real quick because... Today, um, this morning, I was just thinking about God's grace, and it made me think back on, have y'all seen the movie God's Not Dead yet? Have y'all seen it? It's a movie called God's oh. Not Dead, and the movie, a student is in a college class, and his professor is basically making everybody sign a sheet saying, God's not real. He was an atheist, right? Yeah, his, his teacher was an atheist. Mm -hmm. He got everybody to sign it, but it was one student that signed, God's Not Dead. Right. But in that movie... I don't want to spoil the movie, but I'm, it's okay. Tell, it. tell it. <laughs> if you ain't watch it, go watch it anyway. I'm gonna spoil it for you. But at the end, the atheist got hit by a car. But even though he got hit by a car, that split second he had like five more minutes left of breath, and he was able to give his life to Christ right before he died. Yep. Wow. And maybe think about God's grace. I was like, him getting hit by a car, he could have died instantly. Mm -hmm. But that just shows you how much grace God has. You you didn't deny God God's your whole life, and as yeah. soon as you got hit by a car. He still gave you that five extra minutes to sit there and repent and give your life to Christ right then and there. So it just blew my mind. I was like, bro, God really be like sparing us and showing us so much love and grace and we'd be overlooking it. Like we'd be abusing it. What was you about to say though, Maya? I feel like I was having this conversation with my mom before talking about the difference between grace and mercy. And I feel like that instance of him getting hit by a car and having that five minutes left was God giving him mercy. Mercy, yeah. Right. Because I believe mercy comes for people who are non-believers and who are believers slipping. Mm -hmm. So God is granting you mercy, but the believers who are struggling with flesh and right. you know, their will, we are granted grace. But those who don't believe, God is giving you mercy within that five minutes to get to know him. Mm -hmm. And yes, I just, sir. I love to distinguish of grace and mercy. It's, it's a partnering thing, but right. it's still, 
we don't owe, I mean, we don't deserve either, yeah, right? At all. Like, yeah, great. So grace is unmerited favor, so undeserving favor from God, and mm -hmm. then mercy is like meaning I'm guilty and He's withholding His wrath. That's what Jesus. He says. Yeah. yeah. Like I deserve. I didn't. I didn't even deserve it. to have that moment. It, so it was both. Mm -hmm. yeah, bro, that don't touch me. I'm like, bro. I like. He could have died immediately. Mm -hmm. Yes. But God still gave him the chance to like actually realize what's going on. Right. And the pastor was right. Like God's time was so like perfect. Yeah. The pastor ended up coming right there. He seen him. Yes. Came. Got him on the ground. He said, "Would you like to get like the Christ, man?" Yes. He said, "I give oh my like Christ, God. Jesus Christ, and everything." Gave his life. Took his last breath. Was gone. Okay. But it's split seconds like that. That will determine if he go to hell or heaven, right there, yeah, right yeah, and there. Yeah. But it just touched me, cause like, bro, like God didn't even have to like give him that chance. Yeah. You denied me your whole life, so I won't ruin your whole life. And I still, get, I still gave you that extra five minutes for you to actually come to realization of what's going on. And it was crazy to me, bro. But it also let me realize how, when it comes to His grace and everything, how much we actually abuse His grace. In a way. Literally. So like, as Christians, or even just in life in general, will be so many times where we. Uh, have these different chances or God will like give us sign after sign like all right cut that out right there right. Mm -hmm. leave that person alone over here or stop doing this you right. wilding out in school whatever it is mm -hmm. and we'll be like God I got you I hear you but I'm gonna do my own thing yeah do your own thing slap the wrist don't do it no more <laughs> I got I won't do it no more do it again and it's like an endless cycle I how like in uh Romans where he talks about like I I know not the same but I keep mm -hmm. saying it anyway yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's like bro what do y'all think is like the way that we can really show God like we hear you and we actually want to like not take your grace for granted in a way. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes I feel like I take his grace for granted. Like if I slip up or fall yep. short, yeah, it'll too. be like, dang God, I'm sorry. Like, I did, did this again. Like what's going on? Like what's yeah. happening? But at the same time, it's like he knows like we're human and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But my heart generally be like, yo, yeah. God, I'm not trying to like fall short right now. Mm -hmm. Like what's happening? But which like, what y'all think? I feel like I feel like after we actually sin and then when we get the grace that we don't, you know, like deserve and when we want to actually do something different, we have to change our hearts and we have to change our minds cuz like it's so easy for us to just be like, all right, I won't do it again. But yeah. if we're not renewing our minds and if we're not renewing our hearts, then that's just like a that's just a saying. Like we're not going to actually make those changes until our heart posture changes, until our mindset changes, until we actually want to do better. Want to do better. Exactly. Yeah. That's facts. Cuz I feel like that also goes with um like when you fall short, I feel like once you see you fall short and then God starts knocking a taste out your mouth, that's when you start realizing. Yes. Then you'll, you'll start picking up on the environments that you be in that lead to that same sin. Mm -hmm. So it's like, now I ain't feel like I associate myself with yeah. that it, like whatever I just did last time. So right. it's like, now nah, like if you if you party all the time, nah, I don't, I don't feel like partying no more. Right. I, don't, I don't have the same excitement when it comes yeah. to partying. Right. I don't have the same excitement to drink. I don't have the same yeah. excitement to smoke. I don't have the same excitement to hang out with this crew of people because I know last time I was here, I didn't feel good after this situation happened. Right. And I feel like that's also God showing us, all right, you have this feeling because this is also a sign and a trigger, basically. Tommy had this talk about that, like triggers. Basically saying like different triggers will lead you to fall into the same thing over and over again. Yes. So you have to know your triggers to be able to get out of them, like to put yourself out of those situations. Bro, literally it's like, right? Well, I'm going to just speak for me. Like personally, after I fall into a sin or I'm in like a like ongoing cycle of something that's just leading me like somewhere that I, I don't want to go I really had to take a step back and I had to ask God okay what is attracting me to this type of environment or like what is attracting me to these people that I just 
continue to go back to because obviously like there's there's a void that I'm choosing not to fill with God but I'm choosing to fill with this environment or these people so I feel like once we take that step back and we're like all right God what is it like what is missing in me fleshly and like internally and I'm looking for here rather than going to you and I feel like a lot of people take that for granted like rather than taking that time and missing out they're like nah I gotta be here I gotta be with this person I'm like nah God I really need you to just take a step back and really evaluate what's really going on so you can avoid it next time like avoid your triggers because you're not going to know what your triggers are unless you really ask god but all right what's going on because yeah what we doing i think that's i think that's big because something god was trying to show me is this like um pay attention to how you feel in the moment where you sin so were you you angry were you sad did you did you feel abandoned whatever you felt in that very moment something like you said something caused you to run to that yeah and that's where that's where you form an idol at because it's like, okay, instead of coming to God, you feel like that can, that can relieve like, your stress, that can give you peace and different things like that. And something I also learned just as far as habitual sin is that even when you are in a cycle of sin, I found myself still being bound because when I would do a sin, I would feel so ashamed of doing it that mm-hmm. I would keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all God wants you to do is just, okay, bring it to me and we're going to work it out, you know? Yeah. And that's the problem is we continue to go back to that other God or whatever it may be, that mm-hmm. other that's idol. Mm-hmm. We pray about it to our God, the one and true living God, like God take it away from me. Mm-hmm. But God's just looking at you like, okay, bring the emotion to me. Bring the feeling that you have, bring, bring it to me, to and me. we're going to bring it off. Yeah, we're going to break it off. That's okay. God. Bring that trauma to me. I also feel like there's steps to sin. Um, the Holy Spirit was putting on my heart, like, what are you opening up yourself to that has desensitized your conviction and the spiritual fight? Like, every time I'm going to a party, I might not drink, but the more I see my friends drink, the more I see them get lit, then the next time I go, now I'm drinking. Now it becomes a habit. Now it becomes an alcoholic. There's things that you open up yourself to, but if you are able to close yourself off and see it from a spiritual standpoint and not just a natural standpoint, you'll be able to take heed to not getting caught up in sin. Yeah. That's good. Do y'all think... You about to say so? Uh, I was. I was about to say, even for me, like the more that I focus on Jesus and everything, the more I don't want to sin, like at all. Like the more I just keep my eyes on Jesus. I think you said that in Bible study. Like the more that I keep my focus on Jesus, I don't even think about that sin anymore. Yeah. So just keep your eyes on Jesus. Go ahead. Sorry. One <laughs> thing I wanted to say is also the Holy Spirit told me to begin to pray to have a thorn in my flesh because the more you have the thorn and the more you go against his will, the thorn gets deeper. Yes. And nobody yeah. wants to move into discomfort. So the more that's you good. feel the pain, the more you reject the sin. Yeah, that's good. You start early. Make it uncomfortable. Start early. Well, that's, <laughs> that's good. That's that good. is good because the thorn kept Paul at the throne, mm-hmm. like at, at Jesus' feet. Yeah. And sometimes we all have thorns, of course, but mm-hmm. it just matters. Are you going to be at his feet or not? Or that's do you good. think you are strong enough to get on your own? Because Paul Paul said, I glorify in my weaknesses, but only because God is strong in my weakness. Exactly. Not me. Not, I'm not strong. That's and that's what I began to realize that, Marlon, you're not strong. So you're going right. to, and God's probably just looking at me like, the more you want to try to do it on your own, I'm not going to do this. I'm yeah. not going to go here. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going I'm to keep myself busy. Yeah. No. Until you come to me, the only one that's the all sufficient one, yeah. until you come to me, you won't be able to beat it. That's right. crazy. Well, I'm early, that's facts. <laughs> I was going to ask, do y'all think? From your own personal experience, when your parents disciplined you, do you feel like it helped you become who you are today? When you got disciplined from doing something wrong? 100%. Yeah, 100%, too. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100
and he punishes each one and he accepts as his child. And verse 7 says, as you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. And in verse 8 says, if God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you are illegitimate and are not really his children at all. And then I put down, I was like, all right, cool. I was like, so God's discipline is really his grace for us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because I was like, bro, us doing wrong, he don't need to forgive us for nothing. Like we could, mm -hmm. like you said in the last episode, I could have died of my sin right there. Right, right. But God chose to discipline me so I can know right from wrong. Right. right. So I was reading, I was like, dang, that's crazy because like anytime we slip up, God literally be showing his grace through his discipline. Like, yeah, you might mm -hmm. have a consequence or whatever, but that's really God showing you, all right, I'm getting another chance. Yes. You, gotta, you gotta learn from it. Right. This is how you're gonna learn from it, but I'm gonna get another chance. But the same way as it said, like, as your parents, like, if you do something crazy in school and your parents, like, you're gonna punish them for that, mm -hmm. that's showing you don't do this no more, yeah. or it's gonna be a yeah. consequence. Like, I feel like we overlooked that, yo, God's, like, really trying to spare us right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every time we fall short, it's like, all right, you, you playing with fire. Right. I think, I think that, uh, that punishment is better than death, you know? Oh, yes. So, yes. I think of it like when I was in elementary school, when you did something minor, you know, recess was like the, that was the oh. big thing. Yeah. So my teacher, whenever anybody would get in trouble, they'd be like, okay, so let's say recess was uh, 45 minutes. They'd be like, go stand on the fence for 15 minutes. Oh but yes. I would be what? fine, because I, I, would, I would learn my lesson in that 15 minutes, but still right. be able to go and play. Right, but right. The, the days where she would be like, go stand on the fence the whole time That's and good, watch huh? everybody play, ah, I used to be like, boy. So I think, though, I think that that punishment is like, he's like, okay, you're gonna be on the fence for a couple of minutes, mm -hmm. you can get back in the game, but Listen, you don't want to be in that fence that whole time. Listen, you go or or hell, basically that's all it is. And at that point, it's like ah. I like how you said get back in the game because that's the same thing in sports. Like you playing football, you make a bad play. You make a bad play. Mm -hmm. the coach has one two options: leave you in and let, let you try again, mm -hmm. or take you out. You're out. And you coach come watch someone else do something. Yeah. And I have to coach you up. Mm -hmm. And matter of fact, we had seen. Um, matter of fact, I was watching the NBA and uh, on the Sacramento Kings. I think it was Beasley. Keenan, what's his name? Keegan. Keegan Moore, Murray. Keegan. Murray, yeah, Murray. He had came up, wide open three, hesitated, didn't shoot. Oh, he got the boy out of there quick. Coach Brown, Coach Brown was like, yup, yup. Yeah. <laughs> get him out of here. Yeah. But before he could get him out of there, it was too late to sub. So he had to sub waiting or he had to do it like, by his jersey and <laughs> have him side. Next play, rebound. Came up, came and shot the three and hit it. He made it, yeah. and he, and he told the sub go back and sit down. Yeah. But I feel like God the same way. It's like, I'm going to let you try to figure it out on your own real quick, see if you adapt. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. But if you don't adapt, you getting out of here. Yeah. Right. Time out. <laughs> Corner. <laughs> Not for real. <laughs> You're done. But go ahead. No, go ahead. No. Oh, um, no. It's kind of off. It's on top. Oh no, you good. You good. I feel like taking heed to discipline and correction will also keep you set apart. For sure. I think that's why a lot of us get caught up in the grace aspect and abuse it. But you don't need that much grace if you want to. If you desire to live a Christ-like life, if you desire to pick up your cross, all you need is to take heed to it, and it will keep you set apart. And in being set apart, you will see things from God's point of view, and you'll see how corrupt your actions was doing, how corrupt your actions were towards Him and hurting Him. Just, just take heed. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, on the uh, aspect of grace, I feel like it's another aspect of grace that we forget that grace empowers us to walk and do what he's called, to, called us to do. So sometimes, I know when I was first coming into Christ, I was asking for more grace, like, okay, more favor and stuff like that, but not realizing that I need grace to actually be who God called me okay. to be. Mm -hmm. I need grace to withstand, like, sin, whatever it may be, because I was reading and you learned that grace is what we have because Jesus got up on the cross and he mm -hmm. overcame death, the grave sin. So yeah. the more we ask for grace, it's like, 
God, I need your grace so that I can overcome these things. So I think we forget that component that grace empowers us to actually so live a holy life or a righteous life. That's, That's so good. good. And just to um take it take it back to like our our like childhood and how we grew up with our parents. So since I was an athlete, I wasn't allowed to do much anyway. Like I didn't like I wasn't allowed to you know go to parties, do all that stuff. But I feel like God also gives us like proactive discipline like mm -hmm. telling us what not to do before we do it right and I feel like that really helped me when I made my transition into really following God because growing up I used to be like why can't I go to this party and like my mom she's like well I know what's gonna happen da, da, da. and then I'll be like no you don't like these are my friends you don't know these people but now that I'm following God I'm like I know a lot of the sin that we're I don't even want to say that we want to indulge in because it is fun but a lot of the things that we want to be a part of God is telling us beforehand I don't even want you to deal with that I don't I don't want you to even feel the consequence of that because I know it's going to come from it so I feel like that proactive discipline and teaching really helps when you're following God as well are you sensitive to his voice to be able to cling to that before you even get into it that's what I'm saying it's like if we can like hear it but are we going to listen like same thing with growing up no I don't want you to, to go outside right now to us we just like oh they don't want us to have fun right but no they're trying to shield us from what's outside because they know what's going to come from it right. I like That's that cool. analogy, though, because when we turned 18, it was like, okay, my parents, oh, yeah. everything I taught you, I taught you. I can't keep you from going there. Exactly. I think it's the same way with God, because at the end of the day, we have free will. God's not going to mm -hmm. say, don't go to that party. God is saying, I taught you, and you know what you need to do and what you don't need exactly. to do. It's like, now when you go out, you decide what you choose. Are you going to choose me or choose the other thing? Are you going to put yourself in that position mm -hmm. to go against me, or yeah. are you going to stay... I don't even want to say like a safe haven, but kind of like a safe haven. Yeah. Like some people look at Christians and they look at Christians as like sheltered. I mean, I wasn't yes. sheltered, but I know like some Christians that were very sheltered. And I used to think, I used to be like, dang, like y'all ain't have no fun, da da da. But in all reality, they're battling something that I, well, I'm battling something that they didn't have to battle. Like that's now, so I didn't have a taste of the outside so world. They're peer, like, so yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm yeah. just trying to fight to like maintain my get to you. and get back to my, my pure state. Yes. Like, you didn't doze in this, I didn't doze in this. That's what I'm saying. This. Yeah. It's just like now, that's I didn't true. have a taste. So now I'm trying to fight my way back to get back to where you at. Yeah. And whole time they they don't even have the taste in their mouth because they never even you know like stepped yeah. outside yeah. of it. Yeah. And now you gotta change your whole palate, your whole plate. You've been exposed to fried chicken. Now you gotta go back. Now I gotta go to soup. Yeah. Now I gotta eat. Yeah, people would call my parents strict. They'd be like, "Your parents strict. You don't do nothing. You don't do nothing. No, they just raised me right." And that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I told. I'm gonna just be honest. My dad's family. They um. They're alcoholics. Mm -hmm. And I credit my dad all the time. I was like, Dad, you had the opportunity to get into it. You got into it, and you God didn't allow that taste to be in your mouth. Right. And because of that, it allows me to stand on not indulging in anything. Mm -hmm. Cause it's quick, it's in our bloodline yeah. to easily be addicted to things and not wow. be able to shake it off. But I said, I thank you for breaking that generational curse. And because of you, why would I be abuse that? Wow. You made a way for me, and I'm gonna go dip into my own things, and now I'm struggling. That was a call That's good. You keep that cross for me so I can walk freely, Dad. So y'all may call it strict. Y'all might think, oh, well, why don't you do it? Do it, do it. Yeah. No, I'm good off of that. Because if I get that taste, I already know it's something my flesh might be. So I'm good off of that. And they be like, dang, you don't have no fun. Well, actually, this is what God is saying. Exactly. And it's like, you know what's, what's, what's crazy after like what you just said? You said, I don't even want to, you know, get into that because I know it's gonna like have a you know hold on me it's so crazy I think it's in first Peter how like he's saying make sure that you stay sober-minded because the enemy is waiting like a prowling lion yeah. that's literally like like a door and the devil is literally on the other side just like waiting for you to take that first sip waiting for you to take that first step and that's I think that's so scary to me like it's just like I don't even want to do it because I don't know what's gonna happen but when we look at it spiritually the enemy is waiting like he's just waiting for you to just taste it but like he's like just have a taste and once you do you just gonna 
Yeah. That's crazy because I feel like when it comes to the sin aspect, that's why it's so important to know God's voice and know when he's trying to show you what the personal conviction is that he has that you're struggling with in that season. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it was alcohol, right? Mm -hmm. And going through that, God just started throwing like subtle hints that would like catch my attention when it came to any type of conversation on alcohol. So Mm -hmm. first sign I had was I was reading 50 Cent's book. And me being wanting to be a businessman, wanting to be a business mogul and everything, in the book he said, anywhere he go, he don't drink. Especially if it's like a party, business meeting, whatever it is, he say he lets everybody else drink, but he's perceived as if he's drinking with everybody else when he's really the sober one in the group. <laughs> so he was like, when he do club, club events, club events, he was like, he'll get his own bottle that he got, but he'll get one of his people to pour it out the bottle and pour water mm-hmm. in it. Or pour juice or soda in it, yeah. and it makes it like he lit because he said his energy can be there as lit as everybody else. Yeah. Like really, he's aware of what everything is going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, dang, I like that. Like that really resonated with me. Then the second thing was when I went to um, I went to Atlanta to work with my boy, my mentor in there, and everybody that was out there. And one of the people I was working with, he was like, um, bro, he was like 28. And he was like, yeah, bro, I don't drink nothing. I don't do anything. But when he said it. Cause you know, sometimes like you can hear someone say something, but mm-hmm. it just be like, okay, that's cool, like that's what's up. Yeah. But when he said it, it sat on my heart the whole trip. Right. I was like, dang. Like that's like that's tough to me because I was like, bro, it's a lot of people that get exposed to all that stuff early on mm-hmm. and it's like a it has a latch on them. Yeah. I don't have no latch on alcohol, but it's like, yo, like that's like that's a tough thing to me. And I was like, bro, I don't drink alcohol on no crazy thing or whatever. It's like on occasions, but at the same time, it's like, yo. I really don't want to drink alcohol at all anyway, because I like the way he said it. I like the way yeah. he, I like the discipline he got. Yeah. So I want the same discipline. But I feel like I've only been aware to it because the more I'm getting close to God, mm-hmm. he's already showing me ahead of time, yo, think about the past times where you fell into sin. What, what mindset was you in? Not a sober one. You won't sober. You won't sober. Yeah. So picking up on the tendency, matter of fact, there you go. <laughs> I was watching Jay Shetty podcast, and he had a podcast with Chris Paul. And he asked, Jay Shetty had asked Chris Paul, he said, how do you go into each game, like how do you prepare for each game and to figure out how you're going to play on offense and defense? He said, Chris Paul said, if I can figure out the, uh, the person's patterns, I can figure out his tendencies. Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> well, you got me. Margaret. But it felt, like, it, felt, it felt like God was talking. It felt, like, it felt like the guy was showing me what the devil thinks of me, basically. Mm, yeah. Wow. So it's like, if the devil can figure out my patterns, mm-hmm. he can figure out my tendencies. If he can figure out what, what kind of girl I like, mm-hmm. if he can figure out what what's gonna get me there? What what environments I need to be in to, to slip up and fall into lust, whatever yeah. it is, right? He gonna keep putting me in that same situation. Yeah. But it's up to me mm-hmm. to be aware and be in my board enough to know, yo, you've been every time you went to sin right here, mm-hmm. it was from this pattern right here. Yeah. So led to this tendency. Yeah. So how can we refigure this pattern so you don't even fall into it in the first place? Mm-hmm. Wow. And with us, we need to all be more aware of the 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 habitual sins mm-hmm. that we fall into. Mm-hmm. Because most of the times, most people's sins that they always struggle with is the same sin over the and over again. The same one over and over again. Once you figure out after the fact, you'd be like, hold on, why would you this thing? What was I Yeah, like, no, that's, that's really how it be. I, I think I realized, I realized not too long ago, I was like, hold on. Why everybody come to my life, look the same, they act the same. I was like, hold on. Bro, mm-hmm. no listen, now this, ain't, now this ain't funny. Like, listen, he's sending the same actors, just another, another face, like, come on, brother. Bro, it'd be the same thing. But it really blessed me because I was like, dang, like, if you can figure out your patterns, you can figure out your tendencies. And maybe rethink on my life and be like, yo, all right, what's my patterns? What do I slip up at? And how can I prevent to even slip up in the first place? And if you can find the root of your patterns, right. you can really free, like, be free yeah. from that. Yeah. As long as you focus on Jesus and everything, bro, I promise you, you can move on. So whoever feels like they attached to a certain sin, if you feel like you shackled to that sin, find the root, mm-hmm. ask God to show, like, start revealing to you 
what it is that your like your conviction is, whatever it is, and asking to help get you out of it. Yeah. And once you get out of it, change your environment, change whatever it is that's triggering you to get back into that sin. Yeah. Because once you do that, I promise you, your life will be way less stressful. Yeah. Facts. You'll be way better off, and you'll be, be like you know what I'm saying you'll be closer to God. So figure that out. I want to speak on something you said. Um, I read John 10 this morning, and something that stood out to me was Jesus talking, and he said, my father set me apart so I can go into the world. And I think that's just very, um, I think it's very crucial, especially to what you said about drinking, because I think mainly because of your calling, because mm -hmm. of God, because like Pastor Mike said, this is, the church is the huddle, but the real work is the outside okay. of the four walls, yeah. whether we like it or not. So I feel so like, good. especially for all of us, because I feel like all of us are called to ministry in a way, I think that's why God is trying to shed so many things off of us now and set us apart now and do some things in us now so that he can send us out there to the world and yeah. we look like him and not like the other people. That's so, for great. example, those rooms you're going to be going into, God needs to set you apart now at your, the stage of life that you're in now so that when you get into those rooms, I can trust, okay, he won't conform, mm -hmm. he won't give in to this, he won't give in to that. Because at that point, you're not my representative no more. Because yeah. right now it's practice. Yes. So look, check me out. Going right towards that. Because this scripture has been sending me for the last month. What is it? Since November. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1, it says, Therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, mm. for you have been called by God. For some reason, it just kept smacking me in the face every time I read it. I'm like, bro, it's like, it felt like God screaming at yeah. me. Because it's like, like you said, where God's taking not just me, but all of us, it's like, you have to live a life worthy of that calling. So if God's calling me to be in these certain rooms, to be in the secular rooms, to be able to bring God in there, mm -hmm. I can't blend in. Yeah. There can't be no room, there can't be no room for conforming to what they got going on and trying to fit in with what they got going on. No, I ain't stand out. I'm not gonna be able to stand out if I'm over here drinking and trying to enjoy myself and have fun with everybody. Nah, you need to be in that zone aware of like 50 cent in these parties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to know what's going on and you need to be able to spot out who I need to be ministering to, mm -hmm. who I need to be plugged into, like who I need to actually like be chopping up and actually try to save a soul to whoever God's trying to lead me to. Because how, how am I going to hear God's voice if I'm not sober? That's, I, that's a big one. I think that's real good because I feel like I, I missed a lot of ministry moments because mm -hmm. of sin. So meaning, so mine was lust. I feel like every girl I was called to help, it ended up being lustful. Mm -hmm. okay. And I missed the ministry moment because of yeah. lust. And then once I realized that, I was like, hold on, yeah. dang, that's actually, that's OD. Like, yeah. think about somebody coming to you with a problem or anything like that, it turned into something else, but you were just called to help yeah, them exactly. and lead them to Christ. That, you, missed you missed the assignment, and it, sin always distracts you from the assignment. Yes. It's crazy you said that, It's actually crazy you said that because imagine how many actual, like, genuine friendships you would have if we won't think in flesh. Lust, yeah. I'd be thinking that too. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you think it's crazy though. Yeah. You think it's crazy. And to that part, hey y'all. I'm just going, I'm just going. Let them rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll say one more thing to like uh, living a life worthy of your calling or whatever it says. Yeah. Sorry, God. Um, <laughs> I think one of the one of the whatever. things of that is because when God chooses you, it's never at your convenience. And I think that's what I've been wrestling with the most. Is, All right, God, like I didn't choose this. Like real. No real talk. Like this how this how I talk to God, because it'd be real spill. I'd be like, God, I want I'd rather do this. I'd rather have done that. You chose me, so I need you to grace me to get through these things. Like I really I can't do it without you because what you're telling me to do, out of my eyes, I'm like, like, it's no way that's gonna happen. So I feel like sometimes we kinda um we look at the call and we'd be like, 
You know, this is huge. But at the end of the day, God chose you to go through it. So I feel like uh, leading your life worthy of your calling is something that is going to be difficult, but the rewards will be, it will be great. You know what blessed me though? When what? I read that? I've caught it from, um, it's verses one through four in Ephesians four, but I got it from um, the app filament. You know, my Bible got the mm -hmm. app that come with it. And I was reading that, John. It said, to lead a life worthy of that calling means not only to live differently from what we see modeled in the world, but also to live differently from what comes naturally. Mm -hmm. That's, that's true. Good. What comes naturally. So it's like, your flesh comes naturally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's why it's to live called against your flesh. Like, we have to live towards our spirit. We have to live the worthy of our calling when our spirit is trying to build within us. Mm -hmm. Because it's easy to sin. Yeah. Like, really think about that. It's easy to sin. Like, sin is something that's like, we're going to do without thinking about it. Like, you just sin and just sin. Like, you don't even think about it twice. Yeah. But when you live in the spirit, now you'd be like, all right, hold on. This pros and cons, this is not going to go the way God wants me to go right now. I need to go over here where God's actually calling me. And that blessed me because I was like, dang, like sin really do be like a, it's so natural. Like our flesh is so natural. It's like, it's so easy to get caught up in your flesh and not pay attention to what your spirit is actually trying to show you. Facts. It's, oh, oh. You, no, no, go ahead. Go. No. Welcome oh, back. Okay. We dialing y'all in. Oh, yeah, <laughs> As my dad was yeah. saying. <laughs> um, I just wanted to share like a personal conviction, like when, well, when we were talking about the alcohol and like all that. So when I was like struggling OD with, with alcohol, right, I wasn't in my word like as much as I should have been. I wasn't in my word at all. But one thing that really hit me is when I was like, okay, I, like I'm using alcohol as like a intercessor mm -hmm. in a way. Like like I was like, once I like really got deep into it and once I understood what I was doing, I was like, I was like, dang, so what did Jesus die for if I feel like I want to feel like this, but the only way I can feel like this is through this sin. Mm -hmm. I was like, so I feel like I'm using this sin as what Jesus was supposed to be in my life. Cause I was like, mm -hmm. when like I did get drunk and like, I'm not, I'm not saying like from a, from a party or like just from a get together. No, like it would just be me in my room mm -hmm. going through it, just drunks. And then I was like, okay, like I like this feeling. Like I like feeling light. I like feeling like peaceful. Like, like there's nothing in my head. And then once I was sober up and once I started locking in, I'm like, God, you're telling me that you can make me feel this way. So why am I relying on this to get to the same result that you want to bring me to? Mm -hmm. So I feel like once, once again, once we take a step back and once we look at what we're using as an intercessor versus going to the Father, mm -hmm. that's going to really help us break out of that um, habitual sin that we keep falling into because it's just a habit mm -hmm. of how it makes us feel. So go, yeah, go Sounds ahead. Sounds good. Because I thought you were going to say. No, so we uh, I, to, I think um, what you said is kind of crazy about the drinking part, because I feel like the devil always offers us something the same as God, but it's a counterfeit. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's all so, Okay, you want peace, pornography. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You want peace, sex. You want peace, um, liquor. liquor, whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah. So I feel like he always offers the same thing, but it's never, because once you do it, it's never no fulfillment. It's a temporary mm -hmm. Where, Whereas on the other end, it's like, it Jesus can't offer you the eternal. It's yeah. like, he said, take a drink from me, you'll never hunger or thirst again. Right. You know what I'm so right. I think he always offers a counterfeit. I seen a video, I seen a video on Instagram not too long ago. It was this dude and he was talking about how do you know a counterfeit from something real? He was like, let's just look at a dollar bill. He said, you shine a light on it. He said, eh, when he said shine light on it, the first thing I thought of was like, okay, the light is the word. He was like, measure it up by the truth. So somebody may look like a sheep, but it could be a wolf in sheep clothing. Measure it up by the word. And it's the same thing with that. Like, how do you know what's counterfeit and what's, what's real? So that was crazy. Yeah, I seen that on Instagram. I'm nah, like, what that joint was that wild. Was like, he was like, think about it. When you give the cashier a hundred dollar bill, they'd be like, they be, oh. the first, oh, no, 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 This is what he said. He said, they know a real hundred dollar bill from a fake dollar bill or whatever, because when you put the light on it, it has, it has the president's face on it. Like, yes, in the it inside. Does. 
So if I if I put the light if I put the light up against you, mm-hmm. it used to used to look like what's Jeez. inside of you. Oh, do you see my? Used to look like what's inside of you. So they, I didn't know that's that when you put bad. a dollar to the light, it's like you yes, see something in the inside of yes. it. It's like yes. a face. That's I, if I put the light up to you, do you look like your father? And that just hit me. Do yeah, that do you look like the father? Because yeah, that thing was crazy. I mean, at that time, no, like, oh, like I, I did. Like, also, on another end of that is like, as far as the comfort of sin, we keep looking to sin for validation. And the Holy Spirit put on my heart the other day that I've putting you, I've gotten you to a point where you need to come to me for everything. Mm-hmm. And the more you look for confirmation and validation for other people, I will not allow them to validate what I've given you mm-hmm. because you need to run to me. Yeah. Even as far as people in the walk, like I'll go to my mom, like, oh, God said this. What do you think? And she says something totally opposite. And that not that's not that's not to say God yeah. is not using her and that she's not using wisdom, but God is blocking off that access for me to be validated from her. Mm-hmm. And so that goes to the same thing as sin. If I keep using this sin for validation at one point, at one point am I gonna run to God? That because is, yeah. he's when I was living in sin, when I was living in a world, he took my taste away from sin. And so every time I forced myself to indulge in anything, it was not comfortable. And I was just terrible. Just disgusting. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this ain't even it. Like, it's not pleasurable. My mind is not there. But God, like, where are you? But it's because he's not allowing these things because he's trying to pull me out of that. And the more I fight against it, the more it's still not going to be good. So. Now, that's that's facts, though, because I was talking to, um, I'm going to name drop my boy Bryce. He in here. But <laughs> I saw Bryce earlier, and I was saying, like, be like, look, look at how far we came, like, from back in high school where, like, if someone said, hey, yo, alcohol party, this, this, and that, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it won't know. They won't know like, oh no, nah, I'm good. It was not like, what's up? Yeah. It was like, what's up? But now someone bring it up, it's like, nah, we good. Like, I was like, look at the spiritual maturity of like where we're actually growing and how God's like not gonna taste out of our mouth. Like, mm-hmm. and that's the same for everybody. Like, it's not gonna always be like an overnight thing. Sometimes it might, sometimes it's the actual process mm-hmm. because strongholds are sometimes stronger on different people than others. Yes. But in that situation, it was just a tough way to look back at where we came from as far as like letting the bottles go and mm-hmm. moving forward to where God's trying to push us towards. Because some people won't get to where they need to get to until they leave stuff behind. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can't get to where you need to get to if you're still struggling with the same sin, yeah. mm-hmm. asking God to bless you with this type of blessing. But if you get that blessing and this sin, and this sin comes with that blessing, you're going to fumble that blessing. Yeah. I think that even goes to the point of, oh, was my train of thought. <laughs> like, you just, God is not going to allow the sin to be good. After a certain point, so for instance, mm. um, doing it. I've yeah. never been a partying type of person, but I always wanted to experience it. And God is like, "Look, that's not for you." Every time I even get close to a situation, I'm uncomfortable. And so, a few weeks ago, me and Lo was out, and I'm like, "Okay, this is cool. This is this is nice. I'm just fellowshipping with people." But God is like, "Am I? This is not. This is not for you." Capri was like, "God told me I'm not going." I said, "Oh, Literally. well, me and Lo, we're still gonna go." And it's, <laughs> It wasn't anything bad. It was just an outing oh, with people. Oh, yeah. But the Lord is keep He's trying to keep me set apart and keep me pure so I won't be tainted by the world. And literally, once I got comfortable, shots start going out. I'm like, dang God. Like, oh, that's not yeah, like yeah. not like crazy. no cap. Bro. I ain't know what we was talking about for a minute. Okay. Until oh, she said she was going out, but then like I was, I was like, I was like, yeah, nah. That night, that night went left. But that's Quick. that's him trying to. <laughs> keep me from even trying to keep myself open yeah. to this. Well, I, it's not that bad. I know yeah. I'm accountable. I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to do that. But don't even put yourself in that situation. So he's not going to allow me to even enjoy myself because I'm called from it. Facts. Stay out of it. That was that was definitely one of those situations. I'll say like for me, because I was going to... Who invited us? A, a friend. Yeah, <laughs> a friend. A friend um invited us. And like, I didn't even know that it was that event going on that weekend until we went but even like when we went it wasn't on a oh yeah we finna get to this da, da, da. we were going but still 
trying to, not even trying to like blend in, but I found myself like still trying to hang out with the same people that I used to hang out with. Mm -hmm. Or like, or like just to like see how it would be because I'm not even gonna lie, ever since I've really like locked in with um, God, mm -hmm. I never went back to the old lifestyle to just see like how it would be. Yeah. So I went out there and it was just like a lot of standing around, a lot of walking around. And like people just, we were just like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, like we just, yeah. But it, like even, even after it went left, I feel like even if it didn't go that way, I feel like we would have still got back in the car and then been like, yeah, I think we done. Like, 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 yeah, like, I think we done. And I, like, I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing either. Cause I feel like I would have rather, not rather had it go that way, but I would have rather went out there and then came back and been on some, yeah, like I'm done versus just going years and years. Well, like, maybe I could still do it. Or like, maybe yeah. I can, no, no, no. That was like a definite, no, you're yeah. done. And something that caught my attention there was like, I should have been sensitive that whole night. I was not allowing my spirit to be sensitive to what God was saying and to for God to keep me moving. Like y'all kept saying, you know, be sober minded. I am sitting here sober, but I'm not spiritually sober. I yeah. filled myself with so many other things that I didn't even listen to my brother's voice telling me it's time to go. Wow. And so by that yeah. time, by that time, I'm at the mercy and grace of God. I fell. And so I'm just watching the shots go off. No, I'm, like, talk about it. I'm like, God, like, yo, but now all of a sudden my voice is sensitive to you because I'm at a situation where I have to hear you. Mm. Wow. But you could have, if I was sensitive enough and sober minded enough spiritually, I could have avoided this all. Yeah. But it's, that show, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because in that situation, right, from my perspective, because mm -hmm. at first my friends had asked me, it was like, hey, see you going? Mm -hmm. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm staying in the crib. God told me to stay home. Mm -hmm. They was like, matter of fact, we staying home too. We staying home too. Day of the event. Day out. They hit me up. He was bad. We seen him. Bro, they, look, 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 they hit me up. Cause me and Pri was like, yo, God sent us to stay home. Like yeah. usually me and Pri would go. We were yeah. Like, nah, we, we stay home tonight. Hit me up and was like, see. I'm like, oh God. Oh God. They was like, yo, we all just got haircuts. We going to we going out to the event. You know crazy. What? I said, yo. <laughs> I thought we was all on the same page here. I thought he was on the same page here. Like, y'all trying to leave your boy hanging. They was like, come on, pop out. I was like, come on, brother. I can't, I can't yeah, pop nah. out. Yeah. But in seeing that, when I heard that they were shooting out there, I was like, my mindset always goes to, what if I was the person that got hit? Right. If I disobeyed God and went to the event anyway. Yeah. My friends wanted yeah. me to go. You step outside of grace. Yeah. You're not protected. Wow. Because God's we stay home. We were in a dulling environment. steps to sin. Capri said she won't go in. I should have listened to my girl. Not she didn't say don't go, y'all. She was just like, I'm not going. I should have been sensitive enough to be like, you know what? Yeah, my sister was staying home. Even if I were bash, yeah, and I wasn't bashing y'all for not going. But even I had two dreams back to back, and it was like, nah, like you shouldn't go. And I had a gut feeling. I was like, you know, I don't think anything's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna just go. I said no. I'm gonna just sit this out. I'm just not, I'm not gonna go. And I didn't really have the urge like the day of to go. And I, I had no work, like I had nothing to do. So I was like, why not? Like, yeah, we we was both I, off. I called Priya, I was like, hey baby. I was like, listen, we, we was going, both we going, we staying home. And I was like, she's look, like, I was like, I mean. She's like, what you, like, what you trying to do? But then we was like, ah, nah. I was like, nah, we shouldn't go. And not bash y'all for not going, but I just had a deep feeling. I was like, let me just, let me just not go. I think but that's what I'm saying. Like, why wasn't I sensitive enough to pick up on all these little hints before? Yeah. And now I got to be sensitive when I'm at death's door. Like, yeah. wow. Death's door. Yeah. yeah. I never went. So, like, I, so like I was just like, I was like, hey, boy. That's your first time. Yeah. yeah like, I never, I never been, I never been to. Yeah, I've already yeah, been before. I never been to any. Because, like, VCU doesn't. Whoa. Uh, yeah. VCU doesn't, like, really have, like, homecoming. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I never. <laughs> <laughs> that went to the set. Yeah. So like I never been to like a homecoming. So as soon as I got invited, I was just like I wasn't like eager, but I was just yeah. like, 
dang, like I never been. I'm 22. Like this drink should should be fun. And I can say, man, what? Like after that, hours are hard. This is getting too much. But from your perspective, though. My perspective was God telling me not to look back because I have already been to a homecoming. Right. That's, what, That's I'm what my perspective was. was. Don't look back. You already experienced. Like I had, to, we did a whole Bible study on that. Mm -hmm. I was like, God was asking me, "What are you gonna miss out on if you already experienced?" What are you missing out on? We yeah. had that Bible study literally. Was it? I think it was the Monday, Monday after. Monday. It was the Monday after. Not even gonna lie, I was like, "Where was this? Where was this? Where was this?" <laughs> I think these two different perspectives go well with what you just said. As far as if you look at it from a sin standpoint, mm -hmm. you guys never experienced it. Yeah. Y'all wanted to try it. Right. You right. Put yourselves in harm's way. Yeah. You guys tried it before. Yeah. They were exposed to it. Yeah. God told them, "Don't, don't look, look back." back. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about it now because. A lot of the stuff God is telling us don't do or don't go to, mm -hmm. of course, it's for our protection, but it's because he has something way better. Yeah, and you just Because, again, John 10, I was reading, he said he's called us to live life and have it more abundantly, mm -hmm. have life more abundantly. So he just wants us to have the abundant life. And when I think of abundant life, I think of luxury. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once you're exposed to luxury, you don't go back down. And that you know? yeah. luxury. You don't, you don't ever go back down. When you're exposed to that luxury lifestyle, mm -hmm. you don't ever go back. You don't yeah. ever go down. So if our father has called us to live a luxury lifestyle, mm -hmm. like why even go back and go see about that? You know what I'm yeah. saying? If like, it's beneath me. It has no value to you. Like none at all. Mm -hmm. If anything, it's taken away from you. Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. First of all, you still disobey. That's mm -hmm. what's Yeah. But then two, you're gonna, you're gonna come to realize you just wasted your time you're going to the jump. Because yeah. after the event, everybody came to me and was like, see, it wasn't worth yeah, it. Yeah, it was going People to. doing the same thing. Yeah. Just looking. He's just looking around like, well, I'd have been, yeah, been looking around like, yep, waiting for him to shoot. Just, see, look, it's no, bound to happen. Okay. It's bound to happen. Okay, like this is this is where I feel, I don't even want to say guilty, but like low-key guilty because it's like I'm from there, right? So like I was like, why didn't I even think about the possibility of it ending up in That's a shooting? And it's like, and it's like I didn't even think about it on me. I did not think about it until like afterwards. Like I like I had my hands on my hips. I was just like, <laughs> I, like I should have known this. Yeah, I, like, I should have known this. Yeah. But I mean. Living, you learned. Thankfully, yeah, lived. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so thank God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Because, boy, right? she felt, I mean, I ain't even gonna talk well, about no, it, but oh, it's just well, like, the thing is, I, I was scared. Like, I, people, I, said, I feel like the Holy Spirit let me fall because everybody outran me. And I was like, Dang, it's not I even slipped, funny. I slipped and fell, and the Lord was like, you might as well stay down there because if you get up, you're gonna get hit. And I was like, well. You're that one person in a scary movie. I know, I'm Marlon. No, like, <laughs> I tripped I on a curb. And I tried to catch myself, and I just kept going. Yeah, and she fell so She fell so slow, bro. Yeah. Like, oh my god! I can just imagine you by that. Like, I can imagine that. Why you did? Oh, everybody running. You baseball slid? I did. Yes, bro. I did. Oh like my, my stomach god. had a rash because you know, like. Like, yeah, not even to, like, pass it, but, like, as soon as, like, stuff started to go left, I was talking to my friend, and then Smiley, mm -hmm. Smiley looked, and then he was like, oh, yeah, it's time to go. And I didn't hear him un until he, like, stood up. He was like, nah, like, it's time to go. So, me, that's when I kind of, like, like got alert real quick. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm, so, like, yeah. so, like, I'm looking, I'm looking. And like it's not even funny, but like Maya was still here talking. I was like, yo, like, like, yeah. like, yo, like, yo. yo. I, said, I said, I thought everybody was laughing, you here. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, nah, me, me, and your brother, boy. Like when I tell you, like, I... okay, we're you have to meet back at the car. Yeah, off camera, huh? You know. <laughs> no, I told her at first. At first, 
it's like I stopped because I realized everybody wasn't running with us. So like I turned around and then I was just like Maya, and like I see her on the ground. I was like, I was like, uh, ain't no way, boy. <laughs> Yo, but nah, we thank God. But we here and we're not gonna be in that situation again. It won't, because but like be you gotta sensitive. run though to the spirit, right? But you gotta run, like even if we, you just, you but just think about run. it. On that same topic, right? Think about how many times God will subtly be speaking to us, but we're too distracted about what's going on around us. Right. So it's like, we at the event, we talk to our friends, this is this going on, we enjoying ourselves, we having fun, whole time. You done got a hint from Capri, Yeah. hint from Smiley twice. Twice, didn't you, hear him. Like, just different things where it's like, maybe I need to take heed to what they just said. Yeah. Like, it's been a couple times where, I'm not gonna lie, I don't think there's ever been one time when me and Marlon overstayed our welcome. Mm. We know when we. It's always a feeling. That's it's always that that's feeling. Happened. That's one thing. When it came to any type of party, me and mom went to. We checked every exit. We was we looked at every door. Back, where yeah. was. As soon as we see a group of people walking that don't look like they match the vibe, what's going on? Yep. Yo, mom's good. Yo, it's time to go. Ahead. Go ahead, keep the car up, bro. <laughs> go ahead. I'm heading that way. Got, bro, I promise you, like. The day's getting crazier and crazier, bro. You gotta, exactly. you gotta be on top of everything. Like you have to be. Yeah, everything. it's getting scary. Let one person get riled up and get. Yeah, you got. Like, yep, yep, yep. Let's go. Let's go ahead and pop out. That nah, oh. go ahead. No, that reminded me of a um devotional that's actually in my uh, Bible. She pointed out how. Moses had to notice that the bush was burning, like how the bush didn't call out to him, like how he had to be aware of his surroundings to see that the bush was burning. So I was like, that's that's just so deep because just like how you said, there's so many things that God is called, like telling us to notice and like t telling us to realize we're so distracted on what's going on around us. Like if if there was a whole bunch of commotion around Moses that day, he probably wouldn't have never seen nope. the bush yeah. burning because it didn't call out to him. It didn't nope. it didn't throw a branch at him. It nope. was just it was just sitting there burning. burning. Exactly. So if we don't notice what's right in front of us in the midst of the of the um commotion, then we just yeah. we gonna miss out every time. Wow. When we type, I almost missed out. I mean, I look you. <laughs> do you want do you want to talk on that though? The faith jump with Moses? Yeah. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> oh my like how like that might, might that might be too Yeah, it might be for them. Maybe we'll wait wait for another couple of the advanced class. I just wanted to see if we're going to keep going or not. But no, this was on my heart earlier. And me and Capri had this discussion. Um, the Holy Spirit revealed to me what things are we incubating and calling it characteristics, but they're really spirits that we're entertaining. Mm. Like, I'm over here anxious. And people are like, oh, Maya's anxious. She just likes to be to herself in the corner. But a spirit is sabotaging me from engaging because there's something that's in that engagement that will pull me back to Christ. So keep me, get me out of my character. And so a lot of people don't call spirits spirits until they become demonic. Yeah. And she's just angry. She's just yes, angry. But yeah. then now when she start acting out, I was like, yo, yo that was that's the demon. No, like you, you didn't see the signs. Yeah. I didn't see yeah. the signs. And the spirit is dealing with me. What things in my life are, am I incubating, entertaining and flirting with spiritually that are not bringing value to me kingdomly? Yeah. So you tell them what our little tears. Oh, you're talking about like the spirit mm -hmm. in it. Never you to elaborate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you tried to throw me in the fire. You tried to throw me in the fire. Right back in. Um, <laughs> the how about? Um, so <laughs> no. no, the spirits. Um, as far as like, there's a lot of things. Um, like I said, anxious, anxiety, anxiety. angry. There, we categorize people think spirits and demonic are the same thing. 
they are products of each other, but demonic is become possessive. Yeah. Spirits are things that just okay. take heed and you today, but mm-hmm. that yeah. was just probably a moment. She probably had right. a bad day, but that bad day keep happening mm-hmm. until yeah. until it becomes an issue and the exact problem. Y'all don't want to identify it as a spirit. We need to start calling things out in our life exactly. so that we can be able to surrender fully to Christ and understand what is of him. If we are called to live in the fruit of the spirit, why are we having products of anger in our life? Right, That's facts. exactly. That's facts. facts. And, and it's like, I, I want to speak on the mental health part of that as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, well, I'm going to say this like world has been designed to ignore God and like everything that comes with it. Mm-hmm. So the enemy does a very good job at camouflaging himself yes. to where it doesn't look like him no more. So mm-hmm. when we see things like anxiety, yeah, depression, we're like, oh, yes. they just they just need to go to therapy. I mean, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it, but it's like, oh, they just need um, these pills or like this. Yes. No, yes. they need to go to Jesus because this is a spirit that's hovering over them that's really attaching yes. itself. To right. them. So it's like once we, when we look at it from like a world point of view oh yeah, it's just mental health it's just you know things like that but yeah. when we take that veil off no it's actually these spirits spirit. actually yeah. attacking this person and like I feel like that's what keeps us away from God because we don't want to acknowledge yes. those yes. spiritual yes. beings that we have inside of us mm-hmm. well not yeah and I feel like I feel like once you find yourself in Jesus, He will expose to you what it is, and then He That's can lead you to therapy. That's so fact. there's yeah. nothing wrong with therapy. It's healthy nothing. things and resources and connecting to other people. That's why He's placed us, yeah. placed mm-hmm. them here. But first, you have to identify yourself in Him, and He yeah. expects the truth. That's good. I feel like people overlook the one of the most simplest scriptures I think in the Bible: "Faith without works is dead." Mm-hmm. It's like I have faith that God can deliver me from this, mm-hmm. but it still requires works. Yeah, to help outside facts, yeah. Facts, get, facts. get that yeah. done. Right. So like, if you're dealing with like a, a something where you like not communicating right, or you have like trauma, whatever it is, yeah, God can help you, mm-hmm. but go do the work too, so yes. he can help. Yeah, yeah. So true. You might need a therapist to heal from right. this situation. That's you might have to talk about it out loud to a person that you don't know right. to actually help heal from it. Mm-hmm. But until you do that, until you put the works in there, you're not gonna see the results that you need right. to see because right. you're not matching the works with the faith. Yeah, Jeez. Pastor Mike said he was talking about this, and he was saying like the altar is the catalyst for deliverance. So meaning, mm. yes, you can get delivered, delivered like right there on the altar. Yes, God can mm. deliver you from anything. Yeah. Right. But when you step outside of this church, you have decisions to make. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta That's believe good. I'm delivered, so now I need to make this decision. Right. That's good. And I remember when you was talking about. A lot of people, we said in Bible study, a lot of people really had an authentic relationship with Christ during COVID because you were stripped of the church. Mm-hmm. So that was your work. You yeah. had to find God outside of that. And that was another thing the Holy Spirit put on my heart, that the body of Christ is getting weakened out because we all going through this shift and life is life for yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And because life is life and it's like the enemy is sifting us as weak, like, dang, like, mm-hmm. I could pull you out, but this is when you have to work that word and you don't need yes. to be dependent. I mean, don't. Yes, go to church. Mm-hmm. But you can't be so dependent on church. And my brother said it best. Get into your word because once you get in that word, it's like texting God. Yeah. Make yeah. efforts to yeah. seek him That's daily good. because he will help you to build that relationship with him. But if you just keep going to church. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Go I ahead. think COVID was just a wake up call that a lot of people have found foundational leaks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in your car. Jesus. Like So my BMW, I had, it had like a hole, a puncture in the bed. Oh and every time I would put gas in it, it's like the meter would just keep like, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh. What is happening? So, for example, I'm filling myself up with the word, but then when it's time to like use the word, I can't wow. even exert no energy. I can't Jesus. even use what I've been given. It's like going in one ear mm-hmm. and going one out, out the other ear. And I realized that it was a foundational problem mm-hmm. because my foundation wasn't laid on the right things during that time. Everything that was getting put in. So coming to church, hearing the word from my dad, which is mm-hmm. our pastor, hearing the word, it go in one ear, go out the other ear, the falling other. from underneath the Every car. Time. Every time I had to keep going to the gas station, keep going to the gas station until I figured out that it was a hole underneath my bedding, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, the body of the car. So I think COVID was just a moment where people realized it was a foundational leak. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have leaks. And one thing about the foundation is that it's something that you don't see 
but mm-hmm. it's the most impactful part. Yes. So the foundation mm-hmm. of a house, I learned this in real estate, is that it can have roaches and termites eating up the foundation of the house. And you may think the house the house looks beautiful on the outside, mm-hmm. like a million dollar house. But if that foundation is getting eaten up, they got to take the whole house down. Yeah. Marlon, are you okay? Yeah, are you all right? No, I'm just, I was just saying that to everybody. Right? Just, I just had to check. What ain't go be out here? Cause that was crazy. No, that was really. But crazy. no, that's how I be feeling sometimes. Like I was really I putting gas in my car, and it was like, but where's the gas? Yeah, he, like real talk. He, he said nah, his no tank won't even like. It won't even fluctuate. It'll say, okay, you got gas. So I'm thinking I have enough gas. Didn't have none. On the side of the road. Yeah, like, how did I get here? I yeah. my boy. <laughs> that's the same thing with like people too, though. Like they can be everything that you want. On the outside, they are beautiful, but that mm-hmm. but and their foundation right. is either there's either nothing there or it's very very cracked. Yeah. And yeah, hold even, it to the light. Hold it to the light. Hold yeah. it to so you can see the yeah. inside. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Is there Jesus in you, sir? Oh, sorry. There you go. No. Nah, that foundational leak got me, boy. Yeah. That's good. Nah, no cap. That's gonna get clipped and, up for sure. And it's okay though because I think um. A lot of us have foundational leaks now, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't want to go through the work to actually deconstruct and actually go backwards, mm-hmm. like unbuild, like take stuff yes. out, actually get back to the base. Because we spent so long, so many years, like, you get what I'm saying though? Mm-hmm. So we spent so many years like building on top, but when you build on top of the wrong foundation, eventually it will crumble. Yep. And I had to realize that I was building on top of like hurt, trauma. Yes. Wow. But now in this season of my life right now, God is telling me, okay, take the pieces away. Yeah. Wow. Peel the layers back. And it it takes more work. It does, but it's beneficial. Mm -hmm. The rewards are great. Think back on cars when they they told Lightning McQueen to pay the road and he wanted to rush and get out of there. Mm. I told you, I just watched this movie last week. Don't get me started. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to rewatch it now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He just gave it to me. And when he rushed and did it, the road was all messed up. The foundation wasn't laid mm-hmm. right. Oh, well. So he said, well, you ain't going nowhere until you redo this road. Yeah. And like you just said, sometimes you have to peel back, you have to scrape it up. Scrape it all off again, get back to the root, and do it again, and actually go through the process of what God's trying to yeah. push you through so you can actually lay the right foundation. So wow. it can be a smooth road to where you need to go. Yeah. But if you're trying to rush the process, if you're trying to skip steps, if you're trying to get to where, like, trying to hurry up and get to where God's trying to get you without going through everything that you need, like the character development, the right. actual things you need to be able to steward what he's trying to give you, mm-hmm. you're going to have to keep starting over. You're going to go mm-hmm. through the same cycle. And I think that's the problem because we we do it in our own way to avoid pain. Mm-hmm. But yeah. alignment hurts. I, I haven't worn my retainers in two months. I put them on today. I put them on today and I feel like I almost got a headache. My God. Like, I'm not even trying to be, it felt like I was having a headache because I had to put my retainers on. So alignment always hurts because at the end of the day, it's like, I'm surrendering. I'm giving up my way for your way. So I want to have it this way, but I know that you're doing this for a reason, for the but long run. That's it though, it's like, I feel like that's what separates the called just from everybody else. Because yeah. like, when you are a person that is called to hire, you have to go through that process. Like you have to go through that alignment. And if you're not willing to go through it, then you just not one of the ones, you yeah. feel me? But if you are, then you have to get broken down, tear, turn apart and yes. No, about to, about to you, like what you just saying, back to my uh, the analogy about the retainer is that the more I restrict or the more I run, the more I don't put the retainer on is the worse it hurts. The more it hurts. When I I just listen and put the retainer on, they said wear it every night. When I just put it on, it don't be no pain because I'm used to it. So I'm used to saying yes to God. So when God say let them go, it don't hurt as bad. Mm-hmm. When he say let them go, I can let them go. When he say go this way, bro. it don't hurt as bad. Habitual I didn't, obedience. I didn't cling on to that. I didn't cling on to that for that long. Bro, because but, habitual obedience. It's like versus like habitual sin. When you are so used to being obedient, then it's like not even gonna affect your day to day no more. Like yep. that's just a habit. You know what's crazy though? Because 
That's <laughs> only. But it sometimes it do hurt. Cause think about when you catch a cavity, right? Mm -hmm. It hurts to get the tape, the tooth taken out of your mouth. Yeah. But it's actually better for you in the long run. It, it is. It is. Definitely. But think about your friends that's in your friend group that you have to let go of, mm -hmm. or people that's in your life that you got to let go of. It hurt to let them go, but, but it, they're really easier. They're really a plague. Yo. And, and yeah. to your spit. If you keep the rotten things in your mouth, it will affect the ones that is good too. Ooh. One bad. Oh man, that's it. Apple. That's it. The rotten <laughs> apple. <laughs> nah, that's good. That's good. Dang. No, that's crazy. Jesus. Yeah, that's <laughs> I you just told me. I didn't know where we went for a second, but like, <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That was good. Back to Lightning McQueen real quick, though. Oh, that's that's good. Good. I watched that movie last week. I just watched it. I don't know what made me watch it. At my age that I'm at now, I watch Disney movies in a whole new so light. Meaning, bro, I'm I it's just about cars. I didn't realize Lightning McQueen or Cars is just about the wilderness season. Mm -hmm. If you actually watch it from the it. if you watch it from the very beginning, he was a rookie. He was very prideful, and he didn't have a team. He kept switching teams because he was like, I don't need nobody. Mind you, remember the Cars? They need a team to change the tires and stuff to get him back on the road. He fussed his team out. They quit the job and everything. He ends up going because it was a three-way tie in the race. They had a, they had the big race in California. He's on his truck, Mac, the big truck. <laughs> They're on the way. And Mac is telling him, and it's so funny because Lightning McQueen wanted to do everything on his own. And Mac is telling him on the way to California, he was like, well, I'm getting tired. We need to take a rest stop. Mm -hmm. Lightning McQueen was like, no, like, Ain't keep no going, rest, keep going, keep going. Mac falls asleep, hits the door. Lightning McQueen falls out of the car. I look at it as divine alignment mm -hmm. because he fell, he fell out of the truck, ended up in Radiator Springs. And this is where he learned, mm -hmm. like, he learned character teamwork, he had character development, and he learned to take his hand off the wheel. Mm -hmm. He recognized that he needed people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dang, like, and it's so crazy because it was actually like the desert. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bro, yeah. this was yeah. the wilderness season. So that when he got to the final race, he could have won the race, but he helped the, uh, the blue car. Remember the blue yeah. car had broke down. Mm -hmm. He ended up going back and helping the car. And it was a lesson that he needed to learn for his life. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, yo, this movie is crazy. I'm thinking it's just about cars and racing. Boy, boy. Nah. I'm like, bro, this is about the wilderness season. Yeah. Like, all that pride that he had had to leave him. And God literally, like, specifically let him to fall out of the truck, end up in a small town, mm -hmm. and unlearn everything that he had already learned. Yeah, I was like, city. yeah, that's humbling. It it's real humbling. <laughs> it's real humbling. And you, you see his mindset, though, in the beginning, he was like, I'm desperate for the pissing cup. Like, yeah, it's mine. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm that's all he, yeah. that's, that's all I can think about. That's all he wanted. That's all he wanted. He's idolizing it. Yeah. And then when he finally realized he didn't even want it no more. But it took for someone else, it took for Hudson Hornet to tell him it's just a cup. Yeah. He says the cup I put my tools in. He said it's just an empty cup. Yeah. And when he when he finished the race and pushed bro in, they was like, why'd you give up the race? He's like, somebody just told me it was just an empty cup. Yeah. And walked off. I was like, that was so gangster. Yeah, like, it was so tough. Bro, that movie OD, you gotta go back and watch Cars in my top five. That's a great movie, bro. That's what my That is a great movie. Nah, for sure. But like, think about it, like, he said it's just an empty cup. Like, Matt, taking notes from that, because the season I'm in right now, this month, and, um, well, I'm not gonna say the month because I don't know when it's dropping. But, matter of fact, we're in November right now. In this month, right, God had told me to take the month off, but I was bouncing back and forth with God. I was like, listen, listen, how do you do this get paid, brother? Mm-hmm. Not thinking like the, like the Lightning McQueen mindset of, I gotta have it, I have to get to it. Like, I gotta work, 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 figure this stuff out. Mm -hmm. Kinda need it right now. And then when God, I was struggling with it, right? And then I was like, bro, my flesh wants to work so bad. Like, my flesh wants to really get to this bag so bad. But then my spirit was like, your flesh wants to do that, but I, you need to rest. You need to get your word, you need to lay down for a second. So when I, like, differentiated the two, I was like, all right, God, I, I hear what you're saying. Because I feel like once you can figure out way more decisions, once you figure out, is it your flesh that, that wants to do this or, or is it your spirit? Mm -hmm. 
And when my spirit went to lay down, not my flesh went to lay down, I was like, okay, cool. That means I need to lay down. Yeah. Because if I don't lay down, who knows what God has prepared for me to come up in the future that I won't be able to fully be able to get my all to because I'm tired. I'm still overworking myself. Yeah. But in that, in saying that, I was idolizing money at the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, God, like, basically, God, you, you know my heart. Basically, I was saying, God, I trust myself more to be able to get this money yeah. than you get yeah. it in mm -hmm. type of way. That's real. But I feel like it's a lot of people's situation. It's like, God, I rely on myself to get this money versus yeah. you bring it up in osmosis. Like, mm -hmm. you give me so much to bless me. But at the same time, it's like, that's showing like a lack of faith, a lack of trust. And going back to the cars reference, sometimes it takes for like the Holy Spirit to give you a sign of like, yo, like Hudson Hornet is just an empty cup. Like, in my situation, it's just money. Like, yeah. money gonna come and go. Yeah. It's gonna come and go. It's what really, really matters. Up, boy. What really matters? Like, yeah. your health and your spirit matters way more than that paper. Yeah. And first of all, that's gonna come. I don't even want to worry about it. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. gonna come regardless, especially if I'm in God's will, it's gonna come. But just in that situation, I was like, bro, this is probably the most peaceful I felt all year. Yeah. As far wow. as like actually relaxing and chilling and actually being my word, having time to chill with my friends and catch up. Well, all my relationships and everything, I ain't mean to hit somebody, I'm sorry. But, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, actually, like, get to sleep in. Like, I haven't had that pleasure all year. So it's yeah. like, and God's been able to, like, pour into me different different things and different ideas and different visionary stuff I need for the more purpose community and everything you have to do. Thanks. But it's just cool to witness and sit back on and be like, damn, imagine if I didn't obey God and start yeah. doing shoots and burnt myself out. Wouldn't, so yeah, I would be tweaking. Go ahead. It poses, it and makes me think this question because I've been asking God this myself. Like, okay, God, I'm listening to your guidance spiritually. You've been allowing me to take off spiritually, but naturally I don't see the fruits of the spiritual labor. So what do you, what advice do you have for people who are being filled and being obedient to God, but are missing out that natural pour back into? Because God is not going to allow my natural situation to go dry if I'm obedient to him spiritually. But it's like, okay, God, it's, it's feeling real dry naturally. Like, and how am I going to keep going spiritually if my, the word you give me doesn't align up now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Can I go ahead? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, just uh personally, I am still going through that season, but when I really was going through that season season, I'll just like say it now about the whole graduation thing, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, God, like I've been working hard. You like you know I've been working hard. What's going on? Like, what is this? And in the midst of my tears, like I'm like, there's no way this is happening right now. I specifically heard God ask me if I didn't allow this to happen, would you still love me? Like, would you still follow me? So I feel like even in our months of dryness, well, when we feel like it's dry, because we're getting poured back into spiritually, but just like you said, like we don't see the natural fruits of what we're, you know, of the spiritual labor that we're putting in. I feel like when we don't see the natural fruits and we see natural dryness, we just have to ask ourselves, how much do we love God? Like, can we can we endure this just to show that we love him and that we trust him enough? So I feel like that's just like a mental question that we have to ask ourselves whenever we do feel like that. We're like, all right, you know what is it but we also have to say like is this worth your is this is this worth my obedience to you like do i do i trust you enough and that's just a question you got to ask yourself well we all got to ask ourselves mm -hmm. yep that's all i have y'all don't win brother no y'all don't win do we do we want to keep going y'all on the pivot <laughs> don't say pivot <laughs> don't come pivot on. transition shift it's, it's, it's 641. 641. Mm. What you trying to get into, brother? What you trying to do? I'm, I feel like, I feel like we talked about, like, we didn't, like, got on a lot. If, if y'all had anything y'all want. Hmm? I just want to know what his pivot is. Yeah, talk to us. If you had a pivot, we'll pivot. Nah, I was going to pivot to relationship stuff. But. 
we can talk about that. <laughs> Wait, relationship stuff? Mm. Yeah, I me mean, if, if y'all want to, or did or did you want to go? Capri, what do you want to do? You just yeah. no, yeah, not because. Nah. Uh, oh, pivot, brother. Oh well. You trying to figure out if you had to leave or not? Um, I wanted to say that in this season of where I've been at, right, transparently, it's been like a lot of character character development of realizing like how much I have to work on still as a man and like as growing up and trying to that prepare for like future marriage. Like I feel like everything we're gonna do is in this generation basically. I feel like we all gonna get married in this generation, how move out, change states, whatever it is, new careers, jobs, all that stuff in this generation. And it's like I'm trying so hard to prepare for everything, but God has been like letting me actually be more aware, like since I've been less busy. Mm-hmm. It's been more I've been able to be more aware of like my habits, my tendencies, my thought process, when I get irritated, why I'm getting irritated, this is this, this and this. And in one of the situations, I was like, bro, don't want to talk about this? I'm gonna talk about mm-hmm. it. One of these situations, hey listen, one of these situations, right? Pre, one of these situations, we was at, um, at an event. And I was like, bro, my girlfriend here, but it's like, it's my friend group, so I don't know why my girlfriend here. But then I was like, yo, what am I tripping for? Because in reality, I ha- I'd be like, because you're like my best friend. So in my mind, I'm like, this bitch my best friend. So like, she here. But at the same time, it's like, you're more like, it felt like you was like an angel in the room, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But so it's like, for, con- so it's like context. Capri didn't go to our school. So in our school, we all have like, showing like memories, like our back in the day, like memories and everything from high school and everything. So Capri's not really in the conversation. Mm-hmm. But while I'm looking at her, at first I was like, dang, like, She's not in the conversation. But then I started thinking about it, like, host reggae to me. She and Holy Spirit was like, that's your, that's your accountability partner. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but, like, that, that's, that's ways that the devil will try to, like, mess your mind up, though. Cause, like, the whole time sitting there, I'm looking like, bro. Try to manipulate it. Yeah, he'll try, like, he'll try to make, like, make, make me mad. Why am I getting irritated yeah. that my baby's here? Like, my girlfriend's here. Like, what am I mad for? But at the same time, it was like, only because she wasn't included into the conversation. So I'm looking like, dang, I wish she could like be in the conversation, but mm-hmm. she didn't go to our school, so she's not gonna be able to relate to this conversation. But at the same time, it was like she was just a ball of light in the room that was gonna hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if I'm in an environment where she's not the only girl in the room, there's other girls around, old friends, old relationships, whatever it is, it's like her being there keeps me focused on what I need to focus on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keeping you grounded. Versus mm-hmm. letting the devil let anyone walk up on me on some crazy stuff. And I fold. They know not, not to do that while she do. Not, <laughs> but, but you get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm just saying in general, so it's like, for my fellas out there, for my fellas, and like when you're in a relationship, or even with your friendships and everything, treat those situations as if like, you're trying to hold each other accountable because, matter of fact, the video I sent you today, what, what, was, what was he talking about? Which one? The holy jump. He was saying like in marriage. Like the happy? Is that that one? Yeah, but I was saying, I feel like the word he was looking for was accountability. Accountable, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, in that situation, I got, I look he was irritated because I was hungry, but (laughs) but at the same time, I feel like most situations, you have to realize that relationships are really there, one, for happiness and everything, growth in Christ, but also to hold you accountable. Yeah. Especially if you know, like, old patterns. If I know in old patterns back in high school, if I used to be around these people and we used to indulge in this and this and this, why wouldn't I want my girlfriend to be there to be a light in the room to make sure I'm good? Yeah, and on my perspective, I wasn't 
I wasn't bored or anything. And I'm not there to be like, uh-uh, Claire, don't do that. Yeah. Uh-uh, don't do that. No, I'm going to let you have your fun. But then again, I know for a fact that you are going to be a billionaire. So why would I be letting things that you do now, <laughs> why would I let the things that you do now affect your future? So I'm just there to be like, you know, hey, like not too much. Or, hey, you know, watch what you're doing. Not as a mother or anything like, no, I'm doing that just as a woman because I know what you are capable of and I know what you are going to do in the near future. So I'm not trying to let you mess that up that's at all. A, that's, that's a partnership right there. If Adam and Eve held each other accountable, they would never eat the fruit. Jesus. Jesus. We can, uh, we can, we can, uh, <laughs> no, 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 that's true. That's real. Like, boy, yeah. because he said it's not good for man to be alone. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Eve, I didn't create you just for you to just be standing around. Just for you to just be there. It. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Watch his back. Yeah. Like, and imagine. Even imagine if I was, you know, doing whatever or if I was getting lit or doing whatever, the enemy had, could sneak in at any moment, at any moment. And I'm not fully aware. I'm not fully sober of what's going on. And that could have messed up his near future, whatever yeah. could have taken place. You know? But in saying that, me and Pre, the other night we read Ecclesiastes. Is it four? Ecclesiastes chapter four, verses nine. It says, two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. Yeah. If one person falls, the other one can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Verse 11, likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm, but how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. And in that situation, my mindset shifted from irritation of her not being able to be in a conversation mm -hmm. to me being like, hold on, no, she's covering me spiritually. Yeah, I got your back. Back yeah. to back. That's good. Like she's, she's my guidance. Like she's keeping me yeah. locked in and focused on what I need to focus on. Because if she won't dare, Who's covering me? That's good. Yeah. That's not know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like in situations like those, I just wanted to provide that perspective. I don't, I don't think I've ever really heard that perspective before. It's like mm -hmm. in friend group situations, sometimes cause I have friends that don't really be wanting a girl around in our friend group. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like I was falling into that same mindset, but I was like, no. Like, why wouldn't I want my girl over here? Because yeah. if anything, she's gonna keep me focused on the goal at hand. Exactly. And she's gonna, like Ecclesiastes says, she's gonna watch my back, and I'm gonna watch her back. Yeah. And vice versa, if she invite me to an event, I don't really know too, like, too many people there, so I'm probably not gonna talk too much. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'll make sure she's good, I'll make sure nobody yeah, takes advantage of her. her. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Dang. That was it. Okay, couple of the years. That was it. Having a woman who understands the vision. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of people are missing vision and missing yeah. identity and partnership. Yeah. And the fact that you understand his kingdom value and natural value and can hold him accountable, who else touching that? <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. it's good because he has a vision, you know? Yes. yes. It would be nothing to really follow if he didn't have the vision for himself. Yeah. But you became sub to the mission, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Sub to the mission. But if he didn't have a mission, Your mission. Wow. <laughs> I like I like the visuals. I like the visuals. That's, what, that's what I'm talking about. That was beautiful though. Like it you was. really never well, I never heard nobody say that about mm -hmm. a girl. I mean, not to like, you know, you feel me, yeah. but I never I never heard nobody put it into that perspective as far as like yeah. spiritually wise. I think it's because mainly people look at the romantics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not really looking at the purpose. Yes, romantics is a, a yeah. fruit that you can have a part of a relationship. God wants us to like to have that, mm -hmm. but the main point is for that very reason. It's a partnership. Because Relationships are just to get back to what God put us on the earth to do, to have dominion, subdue, and get back to the vision. So that comes first, you know what I'm saying? Be fruitful and multiply. So our vision together should be, okay, let's do this first. The other stuff will come, but yeah. But yeah, it really blessed me. Cause I was like, it made me, it made me, it made me look at you in a different light of love that I haven't looked at you before as far as like the accountability aspect. Cause it's like, dang, like, spiritually it's like, yo, She's really my intercessor at the same time. And little did you know, I'm over there praying. 
She was. She was. Oh, where you go, you yeah, you know I be. <laughs> if you see my mouth just moving, Bro. yeah, I'm, I'm talking to God. I could be walking to the car and I'm like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally talking to the guy. Listen. I don't care where I'm at. I get that oil a night that hair. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Richmond, I got gospel music playing all loud. Precinct behind me. All I feel is somebody rubbing my arm. I'm like, I already know what she's praying. I already knew she was praying. Little do y'all know, like, she has inspired my prayer life. And I've been boldly, I've been able to boldly start praying for people and in public instead of being shy. Matter of fact, I pray this in, but it's because of the seed planted. No, literally. Oh, thanks. They made me pray at the table when uh, we was out to eat with your dad. It was like, like, yeah, Lauren, pray over the food. Well, my dad said, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, um. Got it, Listen. I love it. But I even, I love your um fact. What'd you say? Two people come here to get back to God vision? Yeah, get Basically, back to God. Yeah. yeah. That, I have never heard that before. And that, because just think about Just think about today's generation. The focus is on the romantics. Mm-hmm. The look. Yes. Vacation, happy, taking pictures. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the biggest part. Yeah. That's the main reason that all of us was put here mm-hmm. to fulfill his vision. But if we focus on the romantic part, we're losing what we were called to do. Yeah. That's the reason he put us together, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, in general. I feel like that's- in all relationships, you, you'll actually be able to better gravitate to who you need around you versus who just want to be around in general. You'll, you'll mm-hmm. be able to navigate that better mm-hmm. if you understand who actually applies to the vision, who mm-hmm. doesn't. Yes. Right. Yeah. right. And see, and I'm glad you said that because I've been hard on myself. I'm like, God, I think I raised my standards a little too high. Yeah. And not that I want to take it down, but it's like a lot of people is not touching what he's given me. And so to be able to gravitate to people like them, it was easy. We told y'all before, we became friends in September, shot the podcast in like the second week of September. And look at us now. But God is allowing me to feel that shift and connection with people. But the ones who don't touch it, I'm so unmoved by it. But I understand it's because they're partnering in my vision to get back to him. Yeah, exactly. That's the same thing as far as... <laughs> That's the same thing as far as like friendships too, though. Like yeah. even if you're not in a with a partnership with like somebody, but I I, I even look at what me and Amaya has as like a partnership, not like that. But it's just like we still hold each other account. She always. <laughs> it's like even as your close friend, like if y'all have close friends in y'all lives, y'all y'all have to consistently ask, okay, how are they? Just like you said, how are they like bringing value to what God wants me to do, and how are they pushing me? every day to do better to live better for god mm-hmm. and i don't have a boyfriend or like nothing but i'm saying like as far as a close friend mm-hmm. as like evaluating my close friends i'm thankful to have a close friend like amaya that's and true. capri because that's exactly what they do for me like yeah. even if i'm slipping and if i first off i run all of my ideas or my little theories like by them <laughs> yes. before i do anything okay. like, like i'm like so yeah. and then they'll be like yeah no let's go <laughs> yeah let's not yeah so that goes the same thing as far as like friendships too you you have to have that accountability partner even if it's not romantic you still have to have that partner that helps you with this stuff this is weird it's not weird but whenever i think of relationships in any aspect friendship relationships whatever it means um i mean whatever it is they all have ship at the end and i always just think back to um no i always think back to um who the one that ran um Jonah. Jonah. I always think about the Jonah in relationships. Who was causing my ship to sink? Mm-hmm. And that's how you should look at your relationship. Relationship. Please. Who was on my ship that's causing the storm? You know? Mm. We throwing like, cargo and stuff out. The problem. Yeah. I, seen a post. I don't even know what that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Cause I seen a post. It was saying, ships don't sink. Ah! It says, ships don't sink from what's going outside. Mm-hmm. It says, ships sink from water getting inside the boat. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
So who's wild. inside the boat? Like who's yeah. letting stuff inside the boat? Who's inside the boat that you need to get out of there or patch up? Like and the storm, the storm didn't stop until, until Jonah off. got thrown off. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I think it's crazy. Mm -hmm. As soon as Marlon said shit, we all just yeah, like everybody knew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like we already knew what time it was. Do it be like that. Let's see. I knew what time it was. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was good. Somebody, what you got going on? I was trying to find the pills that I was talking about with the ship, but it's all right. Um. But why are you looking for that? From that perspective, because like the more I think about it, I realize, I really be like realizing how young we are, but how mature we all are also. So it's like, we're all going through these different phases of learning who we are, learning like how we act, how we respond to different situations. Like Pre really be helping me out. She'd be like, my fam, I'm gonna let you have the day. You, you're irritated right now, you hungry. She good for that. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have the day. <laughs> but and through that and vice versa, but through that, we're learning each other. We're learning each other's tendencies with that. So it's like, pre know if I'm eating, call you back. I'm call you yep. later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call you later. Ain't for all the talking. No. <laughs> no. I'm gonna call you right back. Look. I'll be coming in his room while he's eating. He be looking at me. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I want to ask you a question. Like, <laughs> you know, when it comes to that food, brother, don't, don't ask me no questions. He's good for it. You be getting hangry. I'll be like, I'm like, right? here he goes. He'll be like, bro, don't you angry. see me eating? Like, <laughs> like, I like my food hot. I'm not trying to let it get cold. Let me hurt eating my food, bro. Then we can talk. And me, I'm going to keep asking questions anyway. <laughs> right, cool, but I'm like Mater. Mater kept asking Lightning McQueen questions. Yeah, yeah. Mater That's was how my I am with you. Just spamming. Oh <laughs> Just spamming them. But like I said, as far as like the character development aspect, where we are right now, what's some things that I guess that has changed your perspective of where you are right now in your season right now, like relationships, friendships, personally, like how you are in your own, like your personal life. What's some things that you've been discovering right now in the season that y'all have been in, like individually? Cause right now it's been me with my irritation. Like, what do I, what, like why do I be getting irritated by these different things? Like it's been me asking myself that and how can I better respond in those situations or how can I better communicate my feelings towards this? Mine is pride, but not in the sense of like arrogant pride. Mm -hmm. Pride meaning like I don't need nobody help. Mm -hmm. Like I can't be vulnerable and Listen. stuff like that. And I be trying to, um, cause I be I be thinking about it. I can't even be um, transparent transparent with the lady that he sends if I don't like. You know what I'm saying? Start mm -hmm. that now. Even in my relationship with God, you know, mm -hmm. and then the community, of course, that He's given me of friends and family and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't, I don't know if I can answer it right, but one thing he has been showing me these past two weeks is I keep trying to build a routine with him to make him proud of me and build a habit, wow. but I'm not building a connection. And wow. so in doing That's that, good. I had to get back to the word. And what did the word say? Like meditated day and night. Day and night, yeah. mm -hmm. and the more, so one thing, this is like kind of off topic, but one thing that used to get me is people be like, read this, read this, read that in the Bible. And I'm like, okay, I'm reading it, but it ain't it's, not it's, not, it's not, not, yeah, it's not. And so the Lord was like, go find something that speaks to you now because I'm in everything that you're going through. <laughs> That's good. I'm in everything that you're going through. So once you find where you are in this season in the word, you can connect with me and you can apply that to your life. And since then, I've been applying that word. I've been pondering on it. And every time I hide that word in my heart that I not, might not sin against you, I see it in my day-to-day -day life. That's good. I like that. That's good. Um, Mic drop. I was. <laughs> um, I would say, trust for sure. Like we always think that we're kind of comfortable with God until He raises the stakes. It's like I'd be like, all right, I trust you until until He raises it higher, and then I'd be like, I trusted you last year, baby. But I don't trust right now. Um, I would say, I would say trust and just, I would say me right now. It really opened up my eyes as far as like relationships. Mm -hmm. 
I was like, y'all know how it get when it get cold outside. We be like, we be like, all right, like it's time to get a little, yeah. But but it's like it's like I realized I'm definitely not ready for that because I'm like one. If I do get into something, it's not gonna be like a situationship. Like yeah. I think like I'm ready, to, you know, for something serious. But God has been showing me you still haven't healed. You know, like you're still dealing with a lot of the things that you thought you got over, but you really need to take your time with me. So I would say healing and trust for sure. I think mine is more so just speaking out more. Like I'm a great I'm a great listener. Like I listen all the time. But I think in this season God is just like, okay, like say whatever needs to be said. And even on the last last podcast, I didn't say too much in the beginning. I didn't say anything at all because the enemy was really trying to get in my mind and tell me, you know, you can't do this. You're not qualified for this. Like, he was literally telling me, like, oh, Lauren and Amaya speak better than you. Like, things that I knew that were a lie. And, y'all, like, I literally took a break, went in the bathroom, and cried. Like, I cried my eyes out. And I, even them, they came and they prayed for me. And I really appreciate y'all for that. But it's just, like, I felt like the enemy had his hind parts literally on my neck. Because I felt like my head was, like, down. And I felt so defeated. And he wanted me to be defeated in that moment and I couldn't even pick myself back up and like I came back I persevered I pushed through but I had to go in the car and literally pray and be like God I need your strength because I really did not want to do the podcast at all after that after the meltdown I was like look y'all can have a podcast because I'm not going to do it but I just think it's just really important in this season where I just speak out and just let the Holy Spirit just speak through me and I'm gonna get better I promise I'm gonna get better but yeah I think this in this season most definitely is definitely speak out more testimony that's gonna be a part of my first sermon y'all heard it first that's gonna be a first sermon you heard why do you keep bringing this up? Well, I, I no, so I know. Because pre just be in the corner with her notepad. Every time we got Bible studies, she don't be saying nothing. Because you know when we first started doing Bible studies, like it was vocal. Yeah. So everybody yes, was yes, everybody was talking. talking except like Capri and a few others, mm-hmm. of course. And I'm like, Pre, listen, I know you're a little, you're a little ball of fire. I need you to say Facts. something. For like, sure. No, no. Facts. But I knew the time was gonna come. It'd be mid Bible study. Mar- 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 be like, come on, talk. Capri, she's. Quiet, but when she's talk, like you feel it's like you oh, listen. You it's you heavy. Yeah, you listen. And one thing I do when I'm like spiritually frustrated or I need that guidance, I'd be like, Capri, what you feeling? Like you, you, yeah, you on the same page? And she'd be like, Yeah, my, yeah, I, I, yeah. so I feel that too. I'm like, yeah. this girl, this girl, she be I'm get better. It's like literally in the chat, it would be me and Amaya like trying to. We wouldn't be going at it, but like we'll be like. It'll be a big disagreement. We'll be like, yo, no, da 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 da. And Capri will be quiet. And then, like, out of nowhere, I'll be like, Capri. And she'll be like, well, what is what it is. And then, like, both of us would just go quiet. Right. We'll be like, yeah, all right, I guess that's it. Council has spoken. Yeah, yeah. 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 Council has spoken. All right, all right. Cool, yeah. We'll be like, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's a voice of fire. That's what you got. Thank you. I'm going to get better. Yeah, be to this motion. Stop screaming. Yeah, I don't. How do I say this? The devil being in your in your ear like that is an indicator of where you're trying to, like where God wants you to go. And just when the devil scared of him, just yes. being there is an indicator, you know. So he's, he's terrified. I'm proud of you, bro. Right? Thank you, man. I'm gonna get better. I promise. Cause he knows as soon as you. Literally, you 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 speaking on everything that he he been plotting against. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang, Oof. you got me. Had to stop him. Yeah. You got me. <laughs> and certain things won't change until you speak it. It, it don't got nothing, and, but I mean, it don't got nothing to do with us. I'm not saying it like that. I'm not Go get my purse, I'm leaving. 
I'm not saying stuff won't change when we say it or when we see it or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think for your call and your gifts, God has, because you're so quiet, mm -hmm. you're not just quiet, but you sit back, you see different things, I observe different everything, things, and you store it up. And it may be a season to where God allowed you to see these different things because I'm calling you to speak out on them. Mm -hmm. Even Abenita said that on Sunday, she oh, said that, that. She yeah, no, God, she was like that. God's going to start giving you things to set in order. She's an atmosphere setter. Yes. No, that was her. The fragrance. You're the thermos. 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 That was right. That was right. That's it right there. Dang. I'm proud of my friend. She does see because one time before we came in here and prayed, and once Capri got stirred up, my spirit got stirred up. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. There it is. I was over here like patty cake. It's a mess. It's a mess. Patty cake. It is crazy. You see us? No, she started speaking in tongues, laying hands. I was like, oh no! Once she starts speaking in tongues, I'd be like, all right, it's serious. She means business. Yeah, I'm serious. I want to go on camera and say she tackled me before. Um, I did not tackle Marley. Yeah, everybody's like Capri. I'm like, yep, I never tackled you. It was. But Marley was laid out. He was like Capri. I don't know. That was that was God. That was all guys. They gonna understand why I be talking about when I said when I was like, who laying hands on me? Like, who's praying? Yes. Like, I'm thinking it's a grown woman. Like, nah, it was just in that same night. I'm on an altar with somebody, so I'm praying with them so they feel comfortable. All of a sudden, they walk up on me, and I feel the heaviness, and I just start crying. But it's because Boy, the spirit they brought that was not tormenting. Yeah. So it was getting something out of me that I didn't know was there, and I'm like, Jesus, this is the type of wow. friendships I got, like the friends I got. I ain't even see it, but y'all, the heaviness of the weight of y'all calling, it, it it just pushes me, man. Wow. She brought that out of me, though. It's like, I know, like, y'all, like, say, like, oh, how I am in my word, or, like, just, just how I am spirit-wise. Capri really brought that out of me because I'm not even going to lie, like, for the years I've known y'all, like, I never seen a woman kind of maneuver throughout the atmosphere of more wow. purpose. So seeing her do it, I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, so maybe like I can, yeah. you know, start to speak up a little more about how mm -hmm. I feel. And then once I seen her speaking in tongues, I was like, this isn't no grown woman speaking in tongues. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I was like, I was like, dang, I was like, I want to know how to speak in tongues. <laughs> I was like, that's just crazy. Wow. Nah, yeah, but you are very like influential, but like yes. in a, in a kingdom way, like mm -hmm. you're not, yes, yes. you're not just out here setting trends just because you dress cute, but you are setting trends as far as living a kingdom life. Listen, you look good. It's tough. Hey. You'll fit all right. They be asking about your fit. They be asking about your fit. He's such a hater. That's my sister. I get that. I get that. You feel me? But not, before we get out of here, I want to give everybody encouragement since we were just on the topic of encouragement. Love all three of y'all. Um, I'm proud of all three of y'all. Sure. Seriously, especially you. Okay. Especially you. Like just in y'all own lanes and everything you do, because I know what you go through outside. And to see you step out of your comfort zone is yes. very, it's encouraging because listen, it'd be a lot of stuff that people think because I'm gifted, I'm sorry, Ron, I'm tapping my mic. People think because I'm gifted, that means I want to do certain things. Yeah. When in reality, everybody that knows me knows, listen, mm -hmm. I could be a regular person for all I care. Marlon yeah. wants to chill in the cut. So yeah. I appreciate you just seeing you step out your comfort zone. It just really lights my heart on fire, for real. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Pri, I appreciate you. We just gave you your flowers. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Good. I'm glad to have you. Love. Yes. I appreciate you always. And it's crazy to see you grow, especially yes. from like high school and different yeah. things like that. And your boldness to just speak on things. It just comes natural. So I love that also that you uh, use your platform to speak on different things that other yes. people want to speak on. So proud of you. God going to take you far. My boy, yes. appreciate you also. You, know, yeah. know, you already know. Just keep doing what you do and just be great. You're the GOAT. Uh, you know, I always call you the GOAT. I call you my mentor, the GOAT. Trailblazer, you know what I'm saying? Oh. I ain't gotta say nothing. You feel me? You already know. Hey, 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 he, hey, he was home. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, I, 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 I,
I was telling the girls the other day, we do this all the time. We always compliment each yeah. other. And I was like, I don't mind ever giving y'all the flowers because y'all harvested in my labor. Y'all labored in my harvest. Yeah. Y'all know what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just even being able to do this, Honestly, we bounce off of each other in different ways. It had it not been for more purpose, would these gifts even be stirred in us? Right. That's true. Crazy. That's true. Isn't it? Yeah, that's crazy. Started with yes. Started with, started, with yes. Yes. It started with your partnership and it mm-hmm. stirred something in us. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy. You know, all of us, yeah. Yeah, everybody yes. Wow. wow. Everybody had to take a face step in some type of way. Every yeah. But like would we even be qualified to speak on the things that we're speaking on if we hadn't taken those fake face steps? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm talking low because I'm kind of getting tired. Oh, no. But honestly, we're not qualified. Our yes qualified us. Jesus. No, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> no, for real. For real. That's facts. That's that's facts. One of those ones. One of those ones. Now, this is crazy. This episode is beautiful. beautiful. How long we go wrong? I'm full. Yeah. How long has it been? I felt like we was up like there was long before four thirty. We was touching the hour by the time I. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. we oh, I, 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 a little sad. I don't we was at like an hour thirty. I know, right? There we go. Okay, okay. We did good. Like, like that was good. That was a pretty, pretty good. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for flowing through. You too. Thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm so proud of y'all. I'm grateful to be here. Y'all never hear me. All right, grateful. Not say that. I'm so proud of y'all. Grateful. I love y'all so much. Oh, nice. Wait, my boy. Damn, let's eat. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in. We hope y'all enjoyed it. Please let us know what was our favorite topic in this conversation. If there's anything that y'all want us to speak on for a future episode, please drop it down in the comments. Leave a like, share it, subscribe, all that. And actually, follow them on their pages. Yeah. It, it'll be in the description. If they if they consent to that, it'll be in the description. Yes. Also, make sure y'all um, leave a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And also, instead of Patreon, scoot them to the side. We'll be doing a YouTube members only yeah. coming soon. So wow. for y'all that's already on YouTube, you don't have to go to no other app, none of that. Just stay on YouTube. We'll have the membership stuff and all that stuff set up for y'all. So hope y'all excited for that because that will be like the behind the scenes content. Yeah. Like behind the scenes content of our conversations even off camera like what we just talk about off camera when we just chilling around out to eat whatever it is vlogging oh, um different events that we have going on y'all get the first scoop on everything that we have going on so if y'all want that let us know leave a like leave a comment and um also join the bible study group chat if y'all not in there yes, you know yes. definitely join Come get updated other than that y'all got anything oh no we have a new outro so i made a post oh. i made a post <laughs> And the end, I promise y'all won't be talking because I didn't realize I typed it until oh. someone else came up and said, yo, that was good. And I was like, hold on. I read it again. I was like, that is good. But we want to start leaving, leaving y'all out with, oh, let me make sure I'm saying it right. Matter of fact, let me get my phone. I ain't, ain't going to mess it up. It's always more purpose. You just have to find yours. Yeah. Yeah. It is. From now on. From now on, that's how we're going to end every episode. There's always more purpose. You just have to find yours. In. There you go. Uh huh. What you mean? Time off for both of y'all. When I we love y'all, we appreciate y'all. Thank you for tuning into the shenanigans. Facts. One more time. There's always more purpose. You just have to find yours. Love y'all. Y'all be safe. Uh, <laughs> no, that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> find it. Love.